Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and before we get into this episode, I wanted to do a little PSA and remind you that I put out multiple shows a week of Old Time Radio Westerns. You can check them out by going to otrwesterns.com or looking up OTR Westerns on your podcast application of choice. We're releasing over 10 episodes a week so far, about 100 a month. So definitely want you to check that out. Again, otrwesterns.com and check it out. I also wanted to invite you to check out my sister podcast site, otnetcast, and that's N-E-T-C-A-S-T. So O-T-N-E-T-C-A-S-T, netcast, otnetcast.com. We're currently releasing mystery genre shows, and this is shows like The Shadow, Escape, Suspense, and The Whistler. And we have plans on bringing other shows to the network for you guys to listen to. So it's my non-Western old-time radio channel that I can kind of do other genres that not only I like, but hopefully you would like too. You can check us out by going to otnetcast.com or searching O-T-N-E-T-C-A-S-T on your podcast app of choice. Now let's get into this episode. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air dates July 15th, 1938. And the title is The Horse with the Cross J Brand. Hello. 
fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high-o silver, the Lone Ranger. Cattle raising was the first great industry to flourish in the western United States. And with no adequate law-enforcing agency, cattle rustling kept pace with it. The masked rider of the plains fought the outlaws who preyed on the honest ranchers. Astride his great horse Silver, he rode through the length and breadth of seven states in the cause of justice. And the stories of his adventures were told around a thousand campfires. Those stories have come down to us through the generations. The part he played in the winning of the West will never be forgotten. Now let us return once more to those thrilling days of yesteryear. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come along, Silver! I'm waiting for us near the Cross J Ranch! There are outlaws in the district! Jeb Mulvey owned the Cross J Ranch, and in spite of his 60 years, he was as active as anyone in the surrounding country. As our story opens, we see his daughter Sue seated in the living room of the ranch house, awaiting her father's return. Night has fallen, and outside a heavy rain is beating down. Suddenly, footsteps are heard on the porch. Just coming down in sheets. No, 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 Storm. I found out tonight what I've been aiming to know all this time. Yes? Only it would have to happen on Saturday night when all the hands is in town spending their cash. You, you don't mean you found out about the rustling? I sure do. Oh, I'm so glad. Now, uh, wait till I pull up that chair. Uh, oh, it's good to get off my feet again. Uh, and will you be able to find the cattle that's been stolen? I don't know, but I'll sure get midnight back anyhow. Midnight? 
Oh, don't tell me he's been stolen. Now, now, honey, I know he's your favorite horse, but don't worry none. But I was riding midnight only this afternoon. Well, it was him that low-down rustler come for tonight. He took the horse right out of the corral. Great heaven. Only this time, with a rain and all, he wasn't slick enough to hide his tracks. I found his footprints, and I covered them with a board so the rain wouldn't wash it out. Then it was midnight you heard Winnie and snorting a while ago. Yep, as long as the rustler... Stuck to stealing a couple of cows once in a while, he was all right. But taking a smart horse like Midnight's liable to cook his goose. It was Midnight that got you there in time to find those footprints. Mm-hmm. And I got a blame good idea whose shoes made them prints. Leastwise, I've seen a plenty like them. And, honey, when I tell what I know, there's going to be some doggone surprise folks around here. I can't understand what's been done with them, Ken. Across Jace, a well-known round here, they'd be hard to sell. I got a notion about that, too. Well, if only the boys had been here to help you trail it. Shucks, it's only when they're gone the thief shows up. He's savvy's what he's about, all right. Can't you tell me who you suspect? I ain't saying nothing till I'm sure. But I will say this. The way I got it figured, there's two of them. One steals the cattle, and the other takes it a long ways off where it can be sold. But maybe... Oh! oh! Through the window. He got me in the shoulder. Oh. It. It must have been that blamed rustler. He must have been watching when I when I seen them tracks. Are oh, you hurt, Ben? Let me see, Paul. Let me see. Oh, there ain't nothing you can do, honey. Just get me the doctor. Then you are hurt, Ben. It it ain't nothing the doc can't fix up. This rotten dry gaucher. I I sure hate to ask you to ride on a night like this. I'll go. I'll go right now. Seems like the rain's letting up a bit. Maybe it'll stop before you get fur. I'll hurry, Paul. Oh, wait. Honey, ain't you going to put on your poncho and your boots? You can't go like that. Those things don't matter now. It's only you that counts. Without hat or coat, unafraid of the storm, Sue ran into the night, saddled a mount, and urged it toward town at breakneck speed. and his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, had made their camp under the protection of a rock shelf at the side of the trail. Tonto, beside his masked friend, suddenly raised his head as his keen ears picked up the tattoo of horses' hoofs. Rider come, plenty fast, too fast. Trail he bad as mud. And is full of gopher holes. That horse could easily slip and break its rider's neck. Maybe him drunk. We'll soon see. Wait. You here? That was a girl. Oh. She was crying. She says something about her father. I'm not here playing. Perhaps she needs help. Uh. And it's up to us to find us. What you do? We'll have to leave our shelter. You, Kimasabi, will follow her back trail. Find where she came from. Hunter, do. And I'll follow her. Here, Silver. Here, White Fellow. We'll both meet here later. Uh. Come on, Get up, White Fellow. 
cafe in town was a pleasant contrast to the bitter night outside. It was filled with cattlemen, cowboys, and townsmen, enjoying an evening of relaxation after the week's work. Old Doc Seeley stood against the bar, and as the sheriff approached, Doc raised the glass he held in greeting. Hi there, Sheriff. Step up and join me. Howdy, Doc. Don't this rain beat off? I just emptied this here glass. <laughs> Figured it might as well be wet inside as well as out. <laughs> I reckon you got the right idea. What's been keeping you? I looked for you for this. Mm-hmm. That blame rustling over the cross, Jay. I had some reports that had to be rid out. I hear Jeb Mulvey's fit to be tied. He's a doggone mad the critter that's been stealing his stuff. Can't blame him for that, can you? Blame him? <laughs> Right in, I'd be a gunning anybody I suspicion tall. Well, one of these days we'll catch up with a skunk to Stephen. Well, have a drink on it, huh? No mind if I do. I. Doc, what's that someone calling your name? Why, why, Sue Mulvey. Uh, what in blaze could bring Jeb's girl to town on a night like this? Sue, here I am. Oh, Doc, Billy, come quick. What's ailing you? Now, take it easy, Miss Susan. You look all upset. Paul was shot. Shot? You don't mean it. Midnight, my horse was stolen, and Pa found a thief's footprint. He found trace of the rustler? Good for him. But but the rustler must have known Pa found his track, so he tried to kill him. Well, how did it happen? Well, whoever he was, he shot through the window while we were sitting inside. The rotten coward. How bad is he hurt? I don't know. He, he said it was just his shoulder, but I was afraid he's just trying to keep me from knowing the worst. Well, then I'll be right with you. And you'll come too, Sheriff? You're plain right, I will. If your pa had a clue to the rustler, I want to know all about it. Just hurry, please. My horse, he's just outside. I'll call my deputies. Slim! What do you want, Sheriff? Get a hold of Tex and Pudge. We're riding to the Cross J Ranch, and we're riding in a blame big hurry. <laughs> Doc Seeley, the sheriff, and his deputies, led by Sue Mulvey, rode through the night to the Cross J Ranch. The rain had stopped, but as the group of riders reined in their horses before the ranch house, they found the earth still soft and muddy from the storm. Still going. Can't wreck this mud. Oh, please hurry. Now, just wait till I get my keys out of the saddlebag. The rest of you fellas stay outside and watch the horses. All right, All right sir. Come on, Doc. Yeah, I'm ready. Now, you'll do your best for Paul, won't you? Yes, you Of course I will. Paul! I don't see nothing of him. You see? That, that just goes show he won't hurt so bad you feared he was. He couldn't have gone to his own room if he was a dying. But, but I don't understand. Where's your pa's room, Miss Susan? It, Right over there. But he was sitting right here when I left. I'll have a look in his room. If he's fit, tell Jeb I want to talk to him about them footprints. Yeah. Jeb. Hi, Jeb. Sure ain't in here. Oh. Where in Tunkin could he have got that? Something's happened to him. There's blood. Oh, that's where Pa was sitting when he was shot. Hmm. You needn't look so concerned why, Sheriff. That just proves what we already know. Sue told us before Jeb was shot. Well, maybe he's in the kitchen. It's a darn funny thing. It is at that. Even if Jeb weren't shot bad, there wouldn't be no reason for him to go traipsing off. He isn't in there either. Now, now, keep your chin up, Sue. I, 
I've got a fine paw. I've got it. Huh? I'll bet the sneaking coyote that shot Jeb the first time just wait till he seen Miss Susan ride off. Oh, oh no. Yes, sirree, that's just what he done. Then when he seen there was nobody about, he come in and took Jeb off with him. By golly, that it might have been it. Then go after him. Get him back. I'll do that same. Where was them tracks, Jeb saw? Maybe that'll give us a lead. By the corral, I think. Ah! I'm answering him. He's the outlaw. I heard what you said through the porch window. There are no tracks. Put up your hands. Arrest him. Steady, Sheriff. You're covered. Blast you. This man must be the rustler. He knew about those tracks. If they're gone, it'll be his fault. Sure, that's it. How'd you get in here past my deputies? Tonto's guarding them. Tonto? My friend. I'll see you again. Hold on there. Don't let him get away, Sheriff. After him. He's out the door. Leave! Yes, Fix! Stop that mess, fella! Shoot him! I'll take a shot at him! I'll get him! They're almost out of sight. They're gone, all right. Blast it being so dark. If it'd been daylight, we'd have drilled that crook. And I'm here to say the next time we meet up, he ain't gonna get off so easy. The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scene, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue the story, when Jeb Mulvey, a rancher, discovered tracks of a rustler near his corral, after the theft of midnight, his daughter's favorite horse, he was shot. His daughter, Sue, raced to town for help and returned with the sheriff and old Doc Seeley. But on their return, they were mystified by Jeb's disappearance. Their surprise was still greater at the arrival of the Lone Ranger, who earlier in the evening had seen Sue as she rode to town. The masked man announced that the rustler's tracks were gone. Then he disappeared into the night. Our second act opens two weeks later. The sheriff has searched unsuccessfully for a clue to the masked man. And Sue has taken up residence with the old doctor in town. We see the sheriff now in front of the cafe with a group of his friends. He is unaware that the tall stranger with them is the lone ranger in disguise. And fellas, we ain't seen hide nor hair of that mask hombre or Jeb since that night. Now that's what I call a mystery. It is a mystery, Sheriff. Slim here says he never seen a horse like the one the mask hombre rode. Yeah, sure never. Well, if I had my saddle on a horse like that, I'd figure myself the richest fellow west of the Mississippi. All I want is to get my hands on that crook. You think he was an outlaw, Sheriff? Of course he was. The mask proved it, didn't it? Nobody but an outlaw could draw like Grease Lightning like he did. Any fellow that can draw on you, Sheriff, has has to be good. Have you any theories about Jeb's disappearance? Mm, I don't know as I have. Outside of the fact it must have been the rustler that took him away. 
We ain't likely to ever see Jeb around these parts again. Hey, Sheriff, who's that fellow riding this way? Hmm. Another stranger. Say, look at that horse. Huh? Black all over, ain't it, Pudge? Just like midnight was. Maybe it is midnight. Maybe it's got a double notch left ear. That's the way all the cross jay horses are not. Oh, hold there. Oh, fella. My gummy, it has. Look at that ear. And take a squint at the brand. Cross jay. Say, stranger. Yeah? I want to ask you some questions. That's what I'm here for. Where can I get some grub for myself and feed for my horse? Never mind that now. Where'd you get that horse? Bought him? Why? Where'd you come from? Ain't you asking a sight of questions? Maybe them things are my business. Don't talk up to me. I'm the sheriff here. Uh-huh. He's got something to hide, Sheriff, or he'd be willing enough to talk. That's a lie. Now, uh, look here. I don't know what this is all about, but ask what you want to. I'm no crook. What's the name of that cayuse? I calls him Blackie. Sheriff, he changed it from Midnight. What's that? Slim's right. Midnight's the name of that horse. <laughs> you must be local. Midnight was a cross J horse. And that horse you're riding is marked with a cross J as plain as your nose. Sure has got the cross J mark. But I bought him fair and square. Yeah? And where would that be? Why, at San Jacinto. It's down the other end of Texas. This is the crook we want, all right. He's figured we'd swallow his yarn. What are you talking about? You're under arrest. Arrest? Keep your eyes on him, fellas. If he makes a break for it, shoot him down. Should I put the handcuffs on him, Sheriff? They need it. Look here, you're making a big mistake. Oh, right? no, he ain't. <laughs> what are you doing to my horse? I just touched him, that's all. Leave the horse be. You strangers don't do nothing but cause trouble. Yes? Slim, Pudge. We're taking this other stranger over to the jailhouse. Now, hold on. Come along. I'm coming. But maybe you don't know I'm a good friend of Sue Mulvey. Yeah? I am. And it was when I was riding this way to see her that I met the breed that sold me this horse. <laughs> Is that the best story you can think of? It's true. Sue told me about the black horse she called Midnight. So when I seen this one with the cross J brand, I bought it to give her. Hey, here's the jail. Get up them steps. Your lies ain't gonna do you no good. You stubborn idiot. And calling me names won't either. Oh, oh, oh. Sue! Oh, well, what are they doing to you? Sue. Sue, tell the sheriff here who I am. Well, this is Bob Scott. He's my best friend. Yeah? And what horse is that black one over yonder? That one? Well, I don't know. It's midnight, ain't it? This fella stole it. Midnight? Of course it isn't. I know midnight anywhere. He's wearing the cross J brand. But but it isn't midnight. Now, look here. I savvy what you're up to, Miss Susan. You're just trying to shield your friend. I'm doing no such thing. Yeah, and I got it all figured out. This fella killed your pa. Then come back here to marry you and get the ranch. Why, of Sue. all the... Sue, is your pa dead? Uh, I don't know, Bob. Midnight was stolen, and then Pa was shot. I rode to town for help, and when I got back, he was gone. And this fool sheriff thinks I killed him. There ain't no use your denying it. Take him in, fellas. We'll lock him up. Wait. Bob, who did you buy this horse from? Stranger, didn't I warn you to quit interfering? Keep still. Who was it, Bob? Why, I bought him from a breed named Miguel that lived near San Jacinto. Thanks. But what do you want to know that for? You'll learn that later, Bob. Stand aside, Miss Susan. We're locking this fellow up front. But you It'll can't... be all right, honey. Yeah, get along with you. I got a right good sale waiting for you, mister. And we're hoping you find it comfortable. Because <laughs> that's where you're going to stay till court sets and the judge says you're to hang. <laughs> When the Lone Ranger left town, he took off his disguise and put on his mask again. He rode swiftly to the camp he shared with Tonto and told him what had happened when Bob arrived in town with a black horse. And Tonto, when I touched the Cross J brand on the horse Bob rode, the horse jumped with pain. Oh, why? Why him do that? The brand had been freshly burned in Kimosabe. Oh. It was so fresh, it still bothered the horse. Isn't that plenty strange thing? I watched the girl when she looked at the horse, and I'm sure she was telling the truth. 
when she said it was not the horse that had been stolen from her. Oh. And I believe the sheriff knows it isn't the same. Then why him knock Bob up? That's something we'll have to find out. You... You got plans? There's a breed named Miguel near San Jacinto. Oh, Tonto know him. Him, bad fella. He sold Bob that horse. Huh? I want to know why he put the Cross J brand on that horse and notched his ears in the Cross J manner. And that helping you? It's information we need. I wonder if Bob told that breed he was riding here. Maybe him do that. I wonder the breed could have planned Bob's arrest for rustling. Him, smart fella. It would fit in. Bob's ignorance of where the cattle, the stolen cattle had been taken would seem like a refusal to talk. Huh? And at the trial, the sheriff will probably say Sue wouldn't identify the horse because she wanted to protect Bob. Not right. Unless we move fast, Hutto, Bob will be hung as a rustler. And Jeb's shooting will be blamed on him, too. <laughs> them, them not know what we know, huh? Here, Silver. Oh, where you ride? I'm going to San Jacinto. You, yep. you ride heat fast. I will, Kimasabi. A man's life depends on this trip. Come on, Silver. Before the Lone Ranger returned from his long journey, the day set for the trial arrived, and the entire territory was interested in its result. Everywhere, men discussed Bob's chances to escape the noose. He'll hang? I'll bet he hangs. And why shouldn't he? There's enough evidence to hang a dozen fellas. And good enough for him. Can you see inside the courthouse? The jury's come back. Then come on. Let's hear the verdict. jury has found you guilty as charged in the indictment. It is a sentence of this court that you be taken into the custody of the sheriff and held in jail until the morning of the 15th instant, at which time you will be executed by hanging by the neck until dead. Sentence was passed, and Bob was returned to his cell in the sturdy building behind the sheriff's office. The date set for the hanging was the next morning, but Bob was permitted to speak to Sue Mulvey for a few minutes on this his last evening. Oh, oh, Bob. Don't take on so, honey. You're not guilty, you're not. Bless you for saying that. It was unfair. The whole trial was rotten and crooked. I know. On the witness stand, everything I said was turned against you. The sheriff made up his mind to see me hung. But if they'd only believed me. Sure, honey, but they... would think they'd admit I'd know my own horse. When I told them your horse was midnight, they told me I was lying. <laughs> if only your pork could be found. Well, I gave up all hope of that. She's dead, Bob. Wait. Maybe you could smuggle me in a gun. That'd give me a chance to make a break for it. You couldn't do it, Bob. There's two guards outside the jail. And the sheriff's in his office just across the way. But if you could only... Uh, Last man! Both of you, back up. Now wait, you... You'll do as I say. Unlock Bob's cell door. It's that same masked man, Bob. What in blazes is he doing here? Take your keys. Unlock that door. You're helping a prisoner escape. I'm not. I'm leaving him with you. But you're going to take Bob to the window of the sheriff's office. Huh? What's that? You'll stand outside the window. And I want all of you to listen. Now unlock that door. Don't point that gun my way. I'm doing what you tell me. 
What are you helping me for, stranger? I'm not taking you away. But I want you to hear something that'll happen. But I can't see you. You men go quietly. Don't let the sheriff hear you outside. I don't know what you're You're risking nothing. Bob will be in your hands all the time. Stim it. Won't hurt none to do as this masked fella says. Him and them guns is powerful convincing. I'll leave you now. Note everything that goes on inside that office. Come along there, Bob. But if you try to get away, you'll sure regret it. I won't. But what's going on? Blamed if I know. Now hush up. There's the office. And the window's open. Let me look in it. We'll all look. Quiet. The door over there's open. Someone's coming in the office. Jim, what are you doing here? I do not know. I've been brought here. But now that I'm here, I... You blame fool. Go on back to San Jacinto before you get us both in trouble. I'm not saying that I... Shut up. Don't argue with me. This is a second fool stunt you pulled. The first was when you sent that black horse here with a cross J-brand. But it was you that told me to do it. It never got us into trouble. The girl knew it wasn't her horse. Did I not tell you it would be so? I told you to fix it up so Jeb wouldn't suspect we were stealing his critters. That's what the horse is for, to put the blame on somebody else. But after Jeb was done for, there were no need of it. But why have you sent for me? Sent for you? I never sent for you. I've told you the only time I want to see you here is when I've rustled cows for you to take back. But the hombre that calls his horse Silver, he said that you... I've heard enough. Jeb Mulvey. He's not dead. You're doggone right I ain't. I've been with the masked fellow's friend, the Redskin, ever since he found me out the house the night I was shot. Why are you? I told the masked fellow I figured them footprints was yours, Sheriff. So then he found out a few things for himself. Oh, oh you're alive. <laughs> Your old pa ain't so easy to kill, honey. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. I'd have let you know there weren't nothing wrong with me, Sue, but... We figured it was best for the masked man's scheme to say nothing. Well, for all your scheming, you ain't going to get me. Yes, you... Drop that gun. Why, are you... Oh, my hand. Come along, Jeff. Oh. Now we're going to lock you up. You too, Miguel. It'll be a pleasure, you dirty snake. Oh, come on, get along. The deputy was to take care of the sheriff and Miguel, Jeb. Thanks to you. And now I believe Miguel will be willing to tell what's been done with your rustled cattle. He'll talk a plenty before we're done with him. And now Bob is free. Well, he ain't going to hang, that's for sure. And just as soon as a few things can be fixed up, he'll get out of jail. Oh, oh I'm so happy I could cry. Huh? <laughs> now, if that ain't just like a woman. If you cry when you're happy, what do you do when you're sad? Now dry them tears. There, there. We're going back to the ranch. And thank our stars we met up with a lone ranger.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share-like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.